Research has shown that young women account for more than half the number of persons with HIV, and despite decades of education and awareness, they continue to be subjected to stigma and discrimination. My name is Nyasha Dube, a journalist from Rishavane, and in this podcast we discuss the psychosocial challenges faced by young women with HIV and how they can get adequate support. Young women with HIV face double stigmatization because of intersectional factors like poverty, lack of access to healthcare, lack of knowledge, among others. And this results in mental health challenges, healthcare avoidance, and in most cases, defaulting medication. I managed to talk to a young woman, Castina. She is 20 years old and has one child, a toddler. Castina discovered that she was HIV positive when she was 18. <laughs> Although Castina says her family and friends accepted her HIV status, she still faces stress-related challenges having to fend for herself and her son. A situation was worsened by the COVID-19 pandemic and lockdown, which saw most people in the informal sector losing their sources of income. National AIDS Council's Rishavane District Coordinator Dennis Jaravani says most young women suffer self-discrimination and end up isolating themselves. Yeah, as far as um, stigma, HIV stigma is concerned, first of all, let me say, around um, 2015, there was an, a stigma, a research on stigma, uh, which was done by people living with HIV, and they came up with a, a stigma index uh, to say that uh, we still experience a high level of HIV stigma and discrimination. Uh, for young women, uh, and even also, it, this also applies even to the general population, um, there are a number of uh, reasons for HIV stigma or cause for HIV stigma. Uh, the first one is, uh, you know, that issue where people who have uh, HIV, most of them, they have uh, low self-esteem, especially for, 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 for young women. Uh, and we've seen that as a major cause of um, HIV stigma and, and uh, HIV-related discrimination. But if you look at that issue of low uh, self-esteem, it gave rise to self-HIV stigma and discrimination. So what we are seeing is uh, we have self-HIV stigma and discrimination. Right, stigma that is perpetrated by other members against a person who is HIV positive. Yes, here and there, but as of now, we are grappling with that issue of self-HIV uh, stigma and discrimination. 
Young women with HIV often resort to healthcare avoidance because of the double stigmatization they face, and as a result, their sexual reproductive health rights are compromised. In light of this, I talked to Zimbabwe National Family Planning Council on how they are ensuring easy access to contraceptives for young women with HIV. My name is Leighton Knowledge Sinureva. I'm the youth facilitator at Mabasa Youth Friendly Center. Together with Mugowa Youth Friendly Center, uh, one of some of the youth centers under the Zimbabwe National Family Planning Council in the Midlands province. Both are situated in Shavani. Mabasa Youth Friendly Center offers the following services, counseling on youth issues, health education talks, youth group discussions, youth-friendly reproductive health services, and life skills education. As an organization, we are inclusive of young women living with HIV in our programming. Since they are a part of the group discussions, which occurs without any discrimination. Some of them also volunteer to be PA educators in this program. A lot of strategies are being employed at the youth center to make sure uh, the services are also accessed by young women living with HIV in that all the youth center services are offered for free, specifically for the young people between the ages of 10 to 24 years. Shishavane District Health Promotion Officer Dean Darrell Chesa also retaliates that young women subject themselves to stigma because they lack trust in healthcare systems. Our culture speaks to young women in people that are not sexually active, although the language is sexually active. So that brings about stigmatization. From their own side, the young women, they might actually see a young day fearing being judged. So number one, they should get empowered. They should know themselves. And once they are in the situation, they should feel like they are acting behavior should be optimal so that they can go and see the services freely. So they need to be empowered. And from the side of the healthcare workers, we remember that these healthcare workers, they must be friendly and accommodating so that these people that need the healthcare that they offer actually come forward so that they, can, they get their treatment and they get better treatment outcomes. Traditional chiefs as custodians of culture are also an important stakeholder in this fight, given the social and cultural factors which subject young women with HIV to stigma and discrimination. Chief Ngungumbani of Merengwa District says the current COVID-19 pandemic further worsened mental health challenges for young women with HIV and persons with HIV in general, as their rights of dignity was violated at most entry points and roadblocks. Worsened the advent of COVID. You know, uh, COVID, in terms of the law, imposed some limitations, but the inherent right to life and the inherent right to dignity should be preserved at all times. But you see, people living with HIV and AIDS face a fundamental problem. Number one, when they have to pass through roadblocks, I remember when a, a level five lockdown started in March 2020, they were 
asked to disclose their status because the police would ask you, where are you going to do what in the hospital? And in a way, indirectly, their right to dignity was being violated and they encountered same problem when you had these uh, cards. You see these cards, people be told those that have come for their ARVs or art services, stay here, remain here, will call you. That in itself is discriminatory. It gives the world impression that these people are suffering from HIV. And what is needed, I think, is education. The provisions of the Constitution demand that the Constitution should be taught should be taken as a subject that people are aware of the fundamental rights of all citizens and the inherent right to dignity. NAC Shishavani District AIDS Coordinator Mr. Jaravani believes that training community-based health workers and capacitating them with knowledge and skills to handle mental health issues is the way to go. And in Shishavani, NAC has already set up community-based support groups for persons with HIV to help them navigate through the challenges they face and as a way of revolutionizing structures in HIV response. On that aspect, I think the most important uh, way of uh, ensuring that the sexual services are available to young women uh, who are HIV positive. The best method is to have um, a community-based volunteer cadre who is trained uh, to give psychosocial um, services. Because we are saying, we, in fact, we need to strengthen what we, what we call community health systems. So when you talk of community health system, we're talking of these volunteers at community level. Who, these are the best people who are best positioned to offer that particular service. Because when you talk of psychosocial needs of a, a, a person with a, a young woman who is HIV positive, they vary, they differ across from individual to individual, you see. So, and it also a, a, a needs a person who have an intimate understanding of uh, you know, may issues to do with the background of that particular person and all those things, and maybe the, the larger environment. So if we do what we call community health system strengthening, whereby we train a community volunteers or community cadres and equip them with the relevant skills to offer this, uh, I think this will be, will be the, that will be the best way to ensure that we uh, ensure availability and accessibility of these services. Various online mental health support programs have been set up to promote psychological well-being and art adherence. One of these programs is Shandiri, which supports more than 56,000 children and adolescents with HIV in Africa, including Zimbabwe. The support is provided by trained and mentored adolescents and young people with HIV, and they provide support and care through home visits, support groups, and clinic visits. This brings us to the end of this podcast. My name is Nyasha Dube. Thanks for listening and stay tuned.